Hey, welcome to Sober Pop, where the conversation always pops. Come hang out with us every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Pacific on the Sober Pop Clubhouse, where we talk about all things sober pop culture. If you don't have the Clubhouse app or you miss our live chat, you can catch the replay on all your favorite places to consume a podcast or at thesobercurator.com. Waiting all week for this. Of uh, best writer on the Webby Awards, talking right now. You guys, we (laughs) have a celebrity here tonight. We have our own celebrity. (laughs) Not our own celebrity. That was so yesterday. We got to keep it in the day. You know what I'm saying? You got to keep it in the day. Uh, Uh, No, we're still talking about it because everyone's still talking about it. No, no, no one's actually talking about it except for you guys. But so you guys can talk about it. That's great. No, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for everyone who voted. Who gave a fuck enough for me to push me to, to do the thing, who reviewed my podcast, who listened to it. Lots of thank yous. And, uh, yep, uh, you guys should pack yourselves on the back because without, without you guys, I wouldn't have done it. That's it. Without other drunks in the house. Whoop, whoop. We are going to celebrate when you get back. I know. We got to start planning the party. <laughs> A pretty big video. <laughs> awesome. Brooke, I only kept that going so you would do that. That's that's what I was waiting for. Oh man, that's awesome. Yeah, I brought you as my celebrity for this week. Um, I did a whole write up on you. So Mac, that's, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's, the, it's the Mac and celebrity in the same sentence that makes me laugh that hard. Like y'all poor people. Well, welcome to Sober Pop Wednesday night, where the conversations always pop. Tonight, we are talking about sober celebrities, influencers, musicians, creatives, Katie Mack, people that we adore that, uh, you know, that like to be center stage. Um, So, uh, my name is Elise. I'm the founder of the sober curator oh and we're recording tonight i need to put the little recording thing in the uh, i don't know how to put that in after the room starts brooke you're gonna have to help me out maybe um also mac you're you're the only moderator mac you're the only one that can um can make the room tonight i started the room i don't know how to i didn't mean to i don't know you did great um you did great you did great uh, you just have to hold Can your you teach finger. me how to make people moderators? Yeah. You just hold your finger on my picture or on Brooke's picture, hold it down, and you'll see that the prompts will pop up, and you can make us moderators. Oh, amazing. Thank you. Oh, you guys are that. moderator. Okay. Yeah. All right. Thank so you. Now, the full mod squad for Wednesday night is here. Mac, Brooke, and Elise. I've talked enough. Mac or Brooke, it's up to you. You know, she really has a thing about that order, Brooke. So you have to go number two because Katie Mack does not like things out of order. I was trying to put the dot on the thing. (laughs) (laughs) Inside joke with with Brandon. Uh, You guys. Need to remi- Mac needs to remind us every other person that it's her room. That's the inside <laughs> joke. But <laughs> oh, I feel good. 
Um, <laughs> this is going to be an awesome recording. Uh, hi, everybody. I'm Brooke. I am one of the founders of Seek Purpose Collective. We host a podcast called Seek Purpose. Um, we talk about finding purpose after addiction. And um, yeah, it's been a really cool yeah, journey. Been- and we've been meeting lots of awesome people like Elise and Mac and Missing May and Martha and Brandon. And like, this has just been the coolest, coolest thing in the world. I love how we all became like internet family and uh yeah i'm really enjoying this so i think that's all i have to say yeah i'm good i'm good mac it's your turn now i'm gonna put the dot on the thing (laughs) phew can't go second can only go third hi y'all my name is katie mac i'm the creator of fucking silver the first 90 days i'm gonna do it for you at least okay i'm gonna tell people we want a webby for best writing that's very cool doesn't mean anything except that you know people care about uh stories and recovery we're working on season two, which should be coming out sometime in July, question mark. Um, we'll see. We'll see uh, what the world brings. And um, and I just am such a fan of everyone in this room. And I see Shandon here. I don't know why. I just was really, I've been looking for you, Shandon. I just want to let you know. And I'm really glad you're in this room. Um, and uh, I know that Joyce is not going to join us tonight, but that she sends her love. And that, um, you know, I don't know if you guys know that Joyce loves koalas as much as she does, but she does. Um, and I just want to put that in the universe to just say we love Joyce and that we hope that she's doing well. Okay, the Webbies are a big deal, you guys. For those of you who don't know, the Webbies are like the Oscars of the internet. They're the internet awards. And Katie Mack, just the first place in best writing in the podcast category. I'm dead. Thank you so much for, um, you know, celebrating for me when I could not celebrate for myself. Of course. And we're going to keep it short with announcements tonight. I just have a few that I'll do here at the front of the room, and then I'll do it again at the back of the room later. Um, But announcements coming up. We have a new room in the club. Uh, It's on Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern. And it is run by Mod Squad Martha and Brandon. Do either one of you want to pop on and tell us what that is? Yeah. Um, so it is the brainchild of me and Brandon and Elise. We just kind of like realized that, um, you know, just post pandemic transitioning back into normal world or the new normal and there's a lot of people who are you know got sober during the pandemic and maybe they have it you know they have a chunk of time under their belt but they haven't necessarily dealt with or you know just learned to navigate certain things you know so far we've covered travel and dating was last week and coming up, we have picking a therapist, which I am super excited about that one because uh, I think therapy is super important for people in recovery. But the whole gist of it is we have 10 tips that we run through and the next day, at least post them on the sober curator and um, it's just a fun little hour to get a little bit of advice and lived experience. 
and I've had an awesome time doing it. And uh, I have to give a huge shout out to Brandon because he really, really helped pitch in on the writing of it all and make it very cohesive. And Brandon was here, but he just somehow disappeared. He'll probably come back. Uh, but yes, Brandon does a great job keeping you and I in check, Martha. And so, Brandon, wherever you are, um, thank you very much. And maybe he went off to work on next week, which, again, is next Tuesday will be How to Find a Therapist. And my sister, uh, who also is the contributor at the Sober Creator, she, she does the Daily Llama, which are short, one-word meditations with a quote and her reflection and usually like some kind of funny video. Uh, then next week here at the club, Wednesday night, six o'clock, you guys, we are going to have special guests. So you have a homework assignment. There is a documentary that is available to rent on Amazon Prime, iTunes, Google Play. It's out there in lots of places. It's called Bobby Joe Under the Influence. Um, it's about one woman's story, Bobby Joe. And she is going to be with us next Wednesday night, as well as the writer and director of the, the, the film. And so it'll probably make your experience that much cooler if you watch the documentary before they're here. Um, but that will be next Wednesday, Wednesday's topic. It's so good. It's so good. I'm so glad I saw it. It's a co-sign. I have to, uh, third that, second that. I, um, watched it as soon as Elise told me about it because I trust her recommendations so much because how do you not trust the person that told you about louder milk? But uh yeah, Bobby Joe, I cannot wait to hear her next week. And she's just amazing. Such a good she really good movie. Except I won't give a spoiler at the end, but you will cry. Bring the Kleenex. You'll cry throughout the whole thing, but really bad at the end. And for those of who've seen it, will understand what I'm talking about. I do have to give a shout out for it because I feel like, you know, and I feel like this myself is that sometimes people, they want to hear about your trauma part. They want to hear about, you know, the kind of intervention style stuff. And then, like, you don't hear about the turnarounds and the great things that people do in this community. And it's just, for someone like me who has watched every documentary I could get my hands on about addiction, I was like, this is the best one I've ever seen. Because I love that, you know, it shows that we can come together as a community and support each other. And it just takes one person. I sobbed like a baby. It was such a great documentary. Um, I will probably watch it again. Well, I've already seen it twice, but I will probably watch it again before next week because I was just really, really into the entire experience. But tonight, we're talking about sober celebrities, influencers, musicians, creatives, people that we adore. Um, and so I do have something to share with the room. You can check it out at the Sober Curator, or you can go directly to the Creative Independent. And yesterday, they just dropped a zine, which is basically a tiny little magazine, for those of you not in the know. Um, they just dropped a zine called Sober 21, and it is 21 stories 
of musicians that are in recovery from addiction of alcohol and or drugs. And you guys, the lineup is really cool. Not everyone on there you will probably recognize, but uh, for those of you that are Beastie Boys fans or Run DMC fans, uh, you're going to be really delighted because Daryl DMC McDaniels um, has a story on there as well as Mixmaster Mike. So those were my two celebrities I wanted to talk about tonight because I was I I grew up listening to them. Um, I've actually um, been in a Run DMC costume for Halloween one year. I can't get enough of the 80s and the 90s, and I was so, uh, I couldn't even believe it when somebody sent this to me yesterday, how well this is put together. It's such a cool free download, and if you want to check it out, it's, um, you can either check it out as a sober curator, I've got the links all up on the site, making it easy for you to find it, or you can go directly to the Creative Independence. So those were my two celebrities. I don't know if you guys knew that they were sober. Um, so I'm interested to see what, who else we're talking about tonight. Elise, can I just say that I do think that it's called a zine. I'm just going to go, I'm gonna, it might be a little gif-gif situation, but if it's Z-I-N-E, I think we call it a zine, not a zine. I, it is absolutely I want this a to zine. be a debatable topic. <laughs> I think it is a zine. It is a zine, I, yes. I'm not, I, I just woke up from a nap, okay? So I know I mispronounced it. It's a zine, I just, like magazine. I just, it's a little tiny magazine. Yeah, I just really like Zine a lot, but not enough to not uh, try to flex some, you know, culture. That's my only culture that I'm going to contribute to today, just so you guys know. When I when we were in person and I went to the podcasting fair, a lot of podcasts also had a Zine. So I have it on good authority from a lot of hipster podcasters. <laughs> that is how it is pronounced. Thanks, Brooke, man. I never, ever get validated. This is great. No, it's true. I actually want to do a sober curator zine. Like you guys can all contribute. It would be amazing. We could work on a project together. So if you're interested in that, get at me and let's figure it out. Um, okay, before I start talking about Robert Daniel Jr., because you guys know he's my favorite, somebody else needs to talk about a sober celebrity, musician, influencer, or creative that they adore and why. Uh, hey, hey, Lise, before we jump into that, um, I have some folks asking how they can... Um, jump up on the stage i guess is what we call it to speak is that possible of course just raise your hand if you'd like to come up here on stage and we'll bring you up to the stage i know other rooms call it the couch i just think it's the top of the room white space but if you want to come up and talk and have some information to share with us about sober celebrities um that you admire definitely put your hand up because we want to hear from you if not it'll just be us talking the whole time and that's only going to be mildly entertaining I'm gonna go. I'm gonna kick it off with, um, you know, really well known, uh, study sober, but I am currently binging Parks and Recreation. So Rob Lowe, he just does it for me. If anybody is proof that uh, not drinking he ages you, it's him. Like I know how old he is. I still get it. But one of the reasons. I absolutely love him is he had an interview, I believe it was with Oprah, and he described this scene where he had had, you know, 
many years under his belt and he was out having brunch and he ordered a mimosa and they put it in front of him and he just stopped and he described in just almost the same detail as like experiences I've had where you're just about to and then you're like what would I be throwing away and he said you know he pictured his family and he pictured like is this like really worth it? And that was one of the first interviews I ever saw with a celebrity talking about sobriety. And it just really touched me. And I think he's a badass and a hottie. Rolling in with the super obvious one, but he's my fave. And I'll jump in next. Uh, so my pick is on the creative side. It is Florence Welch. Florence Machine. She is seven years sober. Uh, she's actually got a song called The Hunger is About Addiction. Um, she's very open about it. She posts on her social media. She's always encouraging people that are still struggling. I'm just a huge fan. I love uh, so big, uh, so bold, especially as to all the time. Um, I just anyone where her, like a band is in, has an intervention, like, hey, you've got to stop writing songs about water because like all of them were. And then she goes and writes Ship to Wreck, which is kind of like still kind of Parallel to it, huge fan. Uh, I love that she's sober and open about it. Brandon, who was that again? Florence the Machine. Florence Welch is her name. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, I didn't know that either. Oh. Well, she seems like someone who's been through some things. May, who are your influences and are any of them sober? I got to say it. Um, my right now is John Mayer. Um, I had no John idea. John Mayer! <laughs> How long has he been sober? Um, That's years, new to me. Yeah, a few years now. Um, he's pretty open about it. He actually said he decided to go sober after a week long of a hangover after going to um, Drake's 30th birthday party. And so he did the math and had like an inner dialogue about, you know, how what's the percentage of how much he can do this and have 100% potential or can he cut that into a percentage where he could still be drinking and uh, lead a life that is partial potential. So he chose sobriety because he wants a hundred percent potential of what he could do i did not know that and i'm a huge on hair fan i love the stuff with the grateful dead and that is amazing and i'm so glad i know that now what about, somebody, what about keith urban i mean i'm not a country lover music person but i would definitely oh my god he definitely is hot. <laughs> I might have had a few uh, visual fantasies, um, not thinking about my husband uh, over Keith Urban. Well, I'm from Kentucky, so yeah, I grew up like deep in Keith Urban, and he used to come through our town. All the ladies would swoon. I can't quite go there on country myself. One of my next one though is alt country, so it's kind of. A- 
country rock thing. I don't know if you've heard of Jason Isbell, but he uh, is newly sober. He actually has an entire album about his recovery journey. Kind of, and he ended up in uh, Recovery Center in Nashville. And he's got this album called Southeastern, and it's all about uh, recovery and the kind of the alcoholic that he was and the man he is now, and it's really good. I'm definitely going to have to check that out. I uh, I enjoy country music for very specific feelings. I don't know if anyone understands what I'm trying to say there, but um, I have recently become absolutely obsessed with Kelly Osbourne again. She was uh, she just started a new podcast, and it's really great, and you should definitely check that out. I'm going to find out the name for you, but uh, I think it's Kelly Osbourne and something. I'm looking up right now. She was on the Dax Shepherds podcast talking about it and uh, she recently had a relapse and she's back at it and I think she's got a couple of months or she had a couple of weeks, I don't know. Um, the Kelly Osborne and Jeff Belfort show. So definitely go check that out. But she talked about kind of growing up as a young woman in the spotlight and how her addiction was kind of hidden because everyone else in her family was so much worse off than she was. And she talks about her dad's addiction and uh, they just went. She just went through a huge health journey as well, and so a lot of interesting things. And she's just a fantastic human. I really love their whole family. And yeah, the episode with Dak Shepard made me think of like back in the MTV days, and I was uh, really young when the Osbournes came out. But it was just—it's so crazy how that shaped like television and the way we consume media now. Like that was really one of the first family reality tv shows out there so it was a really cool kind of trip back into memory lane and television and and uh, how celebrity can actually not cause addiction but it's definitely a catalyst for it so i'm gonna follow brandy's old country thing and uh jeff tweedy i don't know if anybody's uh, familiar with wilco but they're one of my favorite bands. When I was so, this is my Jeff Tweedy thing. So I met him um, when he was using. I was 17 and ran away to follow Wilco and was on the guest list and went to all the shows. Ran away, called my mom from Canada. I'm like, I'm in Canada. I figured I should tell you. And uh, I remember, like, I met the whole band. But him, he was so zonked out. His thing was prescription pills that, like, the only interaction I had with him was he was staring at a chili dog, at a Skyline chili, and he just goes, do you want this? And, like, gave me a chili dog. And his performance, you know, it was, it was good. But then I've seen him since sober, and his... Music is different. His vibe is different. The shows are better with him sober. I just, I love him. And he talks a lot about um, anxiety and how anxiety contributed to his drug use. But um, he's very open about his sobriety now and still killing the game. I'm just going to reset the room for those of you that just joined tonight at Sober Pop. We are talking about sober celebrity, celebrities, I cannot talk tonight, musicians, influencers, and creatives um, that we are inspired by. And as a reminder, this room is being recorded because we have turned Sober Pop into a group podcast. That's right. You're all stars of a podcast tonight. So if you want to come up and talk about anybody that you admire 
in the celebrity O sphere. Just raise your hand and we'll bring you up here to the stage. What Webby's here we come. <laughs> Hi, can you guys hear me? Oh. Can you hear me? Yeah, go yeah, for it. Can hear you, okay. Hi, yeah. So I'm Angie. Um, I'm in Omaha. I just recently joined your group and I love it so much. Um, I'll be 120 days sober on Sunday. And uh, recently, I had the pleasure of DJing with somebody who I didn't even know who they were until we were on the bill together. Pump Rules. Do you guys know that show on Bravo? Vanderpump Rules? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So um, I was DJing with him, and I had no idea. Super nice guy. Wonderful fully open about his sobriety, just a really, really great experience, amazing DJ. So after I DJed with him, my friends all said, oh, you need to watch this show. This guy is not a very nice person. And so I watched it and I was completely shocked that this was even the same person that I had just spent time with the weekend before. Um, you know, when he was drinking, he was just belligerent and rude and just awful and now that he's he, I guess he's been sober a year now and it was just a completely different person from what I saw on TV so you know actually once he sobered up became such a genuine person that is awesome that's kind of like how you know I got to see a performer perform you know, not sober and sober and sees just the vast difference. It really changes your whole vibe. Yeah, absolutely. I am absolutely obsessed with Vanderpump Rules. <laughs> um, <laughs> when I was on bed rest, I was pregnant with my daughter back in 2019 when the world was a different place. Um, I uh -huh. binge watched Vanderpump Rules like constantly. And I'm so impressed with how much recovery they're bringing into that show. Like they, <laughs> there's obviously a lot of alcohol abuse in there, but they really are showing the recovery side. And um, yeah, I think Lala and James Kennedy are big advocates for recovery on there now. And I think that's so cool. And it's, it's, a really good thing for young people, I believe, to be able to see that. And I'm kind of freaking out that you DJed with James Kennedy. <laughs> <laughs> he was pretty amazing, I, I have to admit. I was a little bit starstruck. <laughs> I couldn't even imagine. <laughs> like, that's so cool. Oh, man, I need to meet more celebrities so I don't get this giddy when I hear about them. <laughs> <laughs> Angie, I'm so glad you came up here. I was about to say that, I mean, what, I, what I've what i experienced with the Creative Sober, I'm inspired by everyone who comes through and telling their sobriety story and creating within sobriety. And I get especially psyched because, you know, as, as far as like sober DJs, it's very far in, in between and you know, you are one of them that have come through and just really inspired a lot of folks. And you continue to do that for me today. Thank you. Well, thank you so much. You've really, um, 
you know, I was such a baby in sobriety. Well, I still am when I found you and you've really, really helped me realize that like I can do this and I can still be fun and I can still be out there and, you know, still be successful, but also I don't need to be up there having cocktails and making an ass of myself either. (laughs) I hear that. Hi, this is Erwin. Um, I just had to raise my hand and jump up, Andy, when you mentioned James Kennedy, um, because I am a huge Bravo fan, and I think that's so cool. I had met him before a couple of times, and I'm so happy to hear he's doing so well, and you got to meet him. That's just super exciting. So I had to just jump up real quick. This is Erwin, and I'm done speaking. Also, just on the on the thread of uh, reality TV, I was way too excited when, and I know I heard late, but that there was a sober bachelorette that one. I was like, that's so cool because that show really tries to glamorize the drunk, messy girl, and I was like, God, oh, they picked a sober girl. It was actually a sober guy that The Bachelorette picked. Oh, the guy. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But yeah, that was really, really cool to see. Like, recovery is getting represented in mainstream media now. It's so cool. Shandon, I'm going to (laughs) go. Hi, everybody. I'm Shandon, um, also known as Nazi Drake. And I was hesitant when you said you were recording this, but you know, whatever. Um, my favorite sober celebrity has always been Pharrell. That's probably why he looks like a vampire and he's not getting any older. Um, but he's so creative. He's like, I don't even know how many things he's produced. He has more than one music group for sure. He just opened a new hotel. He does all these amazing things that he does it all sober. He said he's never been interested and partaking in anything. And I think that goes to show that you can be fun and creative and outgoing and not have to touch a substance at all. That's how I feel about Rob Lowe. I'm like, is Rob Lowe a non-alcoholic vampire as well? (laughs) And he just opened the hotel he opened. I don't know if it's sober theme, but I know that it's supposed to be, it's literally called the Good Times Hotel because he wants you to come and be able to have a good time no matter what type of life you need. And I love that message. And I, if Where I, is it? Um, I think it's in Florida. And if I'm correct, I think he also has a skincare line too. I got to look it up. But Pharrell does a little bit of everything. I feel like when people get sober, when creative people specifically get sober, it's like the world opens up and we're completely unstoppable because I I know so many amazing, incredible people that are just doing so much with their lives now that you you put down a drug or a drink and everything feels possible. What does everybody think of the new Hangover Gang and Eminem new video that just dropped out uh, this week? which is kind of incredible, the two biggest rappers, <laughs> both sober, um, sharing a message through their music and being creative and crazy athletes. Who, who's he with? Tom McDonald, Hangover Gang. Were hey. they having, can you explain this to me? Were they having 
were they just having fake beef with each other to build no. up to this drop or what? There's been something I've only been catching pieces of it. Yeah, I caught a little piece of it and <clears throat> he put it out like produced by Slim, but it wasn't produced by Eminem. What he did is he gave uh, like montage on how he influenced um, Tom McDonald's career. And I think it was kind of the spin that was put at it was that they're at each other's throat and media is kind of blowing this up. And um, it's unfortunate. I haven't actually seen anything that Eminem, I actually searched it, Googled it, because I am definitely an Eminem fan. I found it really surprising that he would come out publicly and, and be negative. Um, and I haven't found anything, although media is talking about it. So I don't know, maybe somebody else on the floor or knows more information, but I haven't seen Eminem uh, be disrespectful in any way towards Tom McDonald, nor have I seen Tom McDonald be disrespectful um, to him. Part of me thinks this is just a big marketing ploy that Tom McDonald's doing, but who knows? Um, what happened was he bought a beat of Eminem for $100,000, apparently, and that's what he made his song to. And so he's saying a bunch of people are having a problem with this. But like you said, like I look it up and I don't see anybody actually having a problem with it, but they're, he posted some headlines. I don't know where they are. I can't find the articles to whatever. So I don't know. Maybe he's just having a lot of fun with it getting people riled up that's kind of what he does yeah i think his big thing is, is he's been very so independent without signing on any big labels and that's been um a big core of what i think his values and his beliefs are as far as what he's doing is um and he's been frustrated with how the mainstream music industry is working and he's trying to expose that and you know stay true to his independence. I actually, uh, being in New York, I have the privilege of knowing quite a few sober comics. And, you know, at first, like, I knew there were sober comics because I always hung out with the comics. But uh, there's, like, more and more. <laughs> but... My favorite sober comic is Jim Norton, and he's actually, he's a close friend of mine, and he um, actually offered to take me to my first AA meeting, because I was like, I had went on a bender, and, you know, he just asked me to brunch, and was like, do you want me to go with you to an AA meeting? And I was just like, that's so self but um, yeah, sober comics, I think, rock to get on stage and be yourself and be funny sober is not that easy for everyone. Someone that I love is Kristen Johnson, who now some of you may not know who she is, but she was in the 90s show Third Rock from the Sun. She also had a cameo appearance in Sex and the City. Um, she's the gal that fell off the balcony, if anyone remembers that episode. And I just finished reading her memoir called Guts, The Endless Follies and Tiny Triumphs of a Giant Disaster. And I just finished it last night. And it's incredibly powerful. I did not even know she was in recovery until I think it was about two months ago, I was watching the Anonymous People documentary. And she's in that um, because she is a very active advocate for recovery 
And so I just checked out her memoir and I have to tell you guys, it was a great read. She's incredibly funny. She has a very powerful story. Um, And her book is only like $5 on Amazon. So there's a little quitlet plug for you. So the tall blonde from Third Rock, right? That's correct. Yeah, super tall. Mm Mm-hmm. One of my favorite comics, well, he was really big in my era of sobering up, was Robin Williams, uh, who had 20 years of sobriety. And then, sadly, as we kind of know, his passing, which is a direct result of um, a relapse, but uh, talent beyond. I remember being so inspired when I found that out, being newly sober and going, oh, my God, (laughs) couldn't believe that he was able to have that much like be sober and not drinking and drugging and um just love Robin Williams the documentary about him is uh I think it's the one HBO did is amazing and he actually died from Louis body syndrome um this is a brain disease uh but uh one of the things that I found cute was the way he met his wife was they met at the Apple store and they talked about AA and she said she would be speaking at a group. She didn't exchange numbers or anything. And he showed up to hear her speak and then they started dating. I didn't, I haven't heard that, but I understand that he died um, from alcohol and cocaine addiction. Is what maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he had underlying conditions, but he also suffered from deep depression and other mental health, and which is also surprised because in those era, you know, that era, nobody spoke of those things, right? You see somebody like Robin Williams making everybody so joyful and happy and giggly, you wouldn't guess that someone like that would be as depressed and suffered as much as he did. But he was, he was the one who coined the phrase, you know, you're making too much money when you have a coke habit. I'm not sure. Oh, I just wanted to chime in. If Has anyone seen um, the latest Ellen? Or I think it was a couple of days ago. Ellen brought on Brandy Brown. And she just celebrated 25 years of sobriety. And the cool thing about, I mean, that's such a huge platform, the Ellen Show. She introduced Brandy Brown leading in with the fact that she has been sober for 25 years. It was, it was pretty huge. I've actually been in the audience for Ellen. Does that make me a celebrity? I'm just asking. Yes, it does. It does. I'm impressed. A hundred percent. Oh, speaking of talk shows, Wendy Williams. My gosh, I saw her. I, I was at her taping, but she was very out loud about her relapse and going to live in sober living. And that, I just thought that was huge. But she's still sober. Someone else I love in recovery uh, is a musician from Seattle, Mike McCready of Pearl Jam. Uh, I spent my high school years listening to Pearl Jam. 
over and over and over and over and over again. And never in a million years did I think that I would meet him in person. And he also has Boston Terriers, just like I do. He has two boys. I have two girl Boston Terriers. We both have the same button makers. So I guess the moral of the story is I'm trying to be a celebrity. How did I not know that? <laughs> I'm a huge program fan, but that is blowing my mind. That is so cool. Did someone say something about button makers? What does that even mean? Are you famous once you start getting buttons made? I need to know more. I have a button maker, you know, like 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 flares that you pin on your jacket. Yeah, I have a machine that makes buttons. If you want to make a Mac button, I can make one. The answer is yes. Yes. Yeah, you're going to have to send out a whole lot of buttons because I got some ideas. <laughs> yes, I want to be completely decked out in Mac Webby buttons. That will, I will add that to my pink costume. I will be donning for Mac that she missed it. Yes, dear Lord, please, please, please. That'll be, that'll go viral. And then Martha will just be as even more famous as she already is. I remember the first time somebody goes, oh, this is my first time leaving an Instagram celebrity. And I was like, what? <laughs> but I was flattered. But I was kind of like, we're tossing around the word celebrity pretty easy now. So has anyone heard of Best Coast? I don't know how big they are. Kind of an indie rock, indie pop band. But uh, yeah, one half of the band indie uh, of Best Coast there out of L.A., uh, openly sober. She posts encouraging messages on uh, social media, and yeah, I've become a big fan here in the past couple of months. Well, I would like to mention um, uh, like one sober influencer who really helped me so much in my early recovery is now a very dear friend of mine, but Jen Elizabeth, Resurrection of Me. Um, you know, I was in early recovery and I found her Instagram page and it just fueled me. I mean, like she talked about things that like the mother wound, I've never heard of that. Um, you know, and I just got to see somebody living their absolute best life the way they wanted to. And it just helped me stay the course and you know, so shout out to all the sober influencers on Instagram. And I know we all have our favorites, but that's, uh, that was my first, like, Insta influencer crush. <laughs> and now she's like my best friend. So. If we're talking about I sober influencers, I would say Laura from Zero Proof <laughs> Laura from what? Um, from We Are Sober. Second that, Shandon. She's also a sober curator. Just saying. Third it. And another uh, person who I don't the sober K. Um, she was a bit, you know, like. She started following me, and I remember it was like really early, and she had like forty five thousand followers. But we bonded over like our love of bikinis, 
And she made me feel like I wasn't going to have to give up the sexy, fun side of myself. So, yeah. And that's inspired me to show other people that we can be sexy, fun, and out loud and really cool. I think my favorite, like, sober influencer um, would definitely be Tiffany Jenkins. Like, her whole vibe, everything about her, I just absolutely love. Um, and she's got little kids and anxiety, and there's so much I just relate to her on. And then I read her book. Well, I didn't read it. I listened to it on Audible, and it was so freaking good. It was like listening to an episode or a season of Orange is the New Black and uh, she does voices like she should be an actor, a hundred million percent. Um, yeah, it's so, so, so good. And she does a lot of work for people in mental health and addiction recovery and just is so genuine. And yeah, I want to be her when I grow up. I really hope they make a movie out of her book because her book read like a movie in my mind. A hundred percent. Oh, that has to happen. Do you have any power to make that happen at least? <laughs> I'll call her. I'll work on it, you guys. I'll call her. And I just uh, did a quick, I had to do a quick Google because I'm like, man, I don't know anything about sober celebrities. Uh, um, but we have not mentioned Bradley Cooper. Mm. Oh, my God, Martha. I think we're Googling the same thing because I was like, Bradley <laughs> Cooper? I'm like, and I totally forgot about Calvin Harris too. He's like a mega DJ too. I love too. Calvin Harris. Yeah. Born in the '90s is my favorite thing he did. And I didn't know Alana Del Rey too. Before she was 20, she got sober. I saw Lena Dunham on the list as well. I think she's uh, recently chose sobriety. I and hearing bits about that. But I love Lena Dunham. And there's Macklemore on there too in that article. There's like 60 I'm looking at. If we're talking about industries where people don't expect people to be sober, um, Naomi Campbell is sober and so is Tyra Banks. And you know, modeling is not a career that is very sober friendly. What? How did I not know that? Like I had no idea. That's, I, um, I, I didn't love know this about topic. those two either. <laughs> I think what's really great is um, there's so many celebrities in the corner of my head. What, you know, like when you were talking, at least about Robert Downey Jr. and following his trail of recovery and my uh, sobriety, because uh, I too love him. Uh, it's interesting when he went through his struggles and his battles, the movies that he actually did play through his recovery and how influential the other stars and actors that were also sober were surrounded around him. So when I kind of see these people that are struggling in addiction and coming into recovery, it is really incredible to see these other sober celebrities, influencers and creatives that come and surround those people. So if you guys are out there and you're knowing these people that are sober, Take a look around them <laughs> because often you'll find them um, paired up or there's some uh, promotion, you know, like when they go to the Oscars or whatever, they're around like Bradley Cooper, right? <laughs> and Brad Pitt, um, you know, they are close together, working, supporting. 
We also forgot to mention uh, Jenna Jameson. Uh, she's famously sober and uh, also from an industry that you don't really expect sobriety. So, yeah, the the same with um, Kat Von D too. She's pretty open about sobriety. Um, I think it is a sober girl's guide. She uh, Jessica just did a podcast with her at least maybe like a month ago speaking about uh, sobriety. That was a really so good, awesome. really good episode. I like that one almost as much as I liked Elise's episode with her on that. That was so good, Elise. <laughs> Shameless plug for you. <laughs> you guys, we haven't talked about Demi Lovato. I'm going to need someone to do an entire review of the most recent drop. But you guys saw it. You listened to it all the way through. Yep. Take it away, Shannon. Go. Hopefully my kids are quiet. So um, I feel like the fact that they came out as non-binary is a great step in sobriety because you can't be sober if you're not being your authentic self. And I feel like when that was announced, then all of like my alarm bells went off because they've been struggling for so long to, you know, with the pressure of everybody looking at them to stay sober and trying to find their path and their celebrity path and their friends and still trying to maintain their health. That that announcement for me was just like everything I needed to hear because you can't stand for something when you're not really being who you need to be, if that makes sense. Uh, I can throw in Jason Biggs. I love his wife's Instagram. She's so funny. But Jason Biggs apparently got sober around the same time I did. 2018. Um, yeah, I want to go back to Demi Lovato for a second because I absolutely love her so much. <laughs> her music, Skyscraper, was like everything to me I, I sat in a self-pity hole just listening to it on repeat so many times and then this other one she has um stone cold i think it's called yeah it, it's just like i don't know something about the way she does music and writes music just makes my soul hurt like i could feel her pain through it and so i watched the entire documentary and fell even more in love with her i mean I don't agree with a lot of her choices, but she's just like a struggling alcoholic addict trying to figure it out. And I don't know. I love the documentary. I think it's really worth a watch on YouTube, I believe. It's totally free, so you should go check it out. It's uh, Dancing with the Devil. And her new song that came out, too, is really, really good. Yeah. Very, very talented. I feel like addiction tries to take the most talented human beings on this planet, but when we get sober, magic happens. I like saying, I don't know, to me, I would rather see a celebrity being honest about their struggle and like when when they come out and admit their relapses and talk about it. And Kelly Osborne just recently had a relapse and talked about it. Uh, of course, Scott Shepard, uh, you know, Jimmy Lovato's obviously being very raw and real about her recovery, despite what anybody wants to say about how she's doing it. Um, I just really find it refreshing when, you know, they're like, Hey, I'm a person too. Things mess up. Stuff happens. Like 
we can do this. Wait, and Shannon, Shannon was just talking about, right, like when, uh, were you saying that all in tandem with Demi Lovato also coming out as non-binary today too, Shannon? Was that wrapped around that? Yes, I feel like a lot of people that are um, in the LGBTQ plus community, they do struggle with addiction because it's hard to keep all that in and keep that burden on yourself. So when I saw that today, I was like, that's just one more step in the right direction for them to keep going with the direction they want to be in. No, I, I thought that's exactly what you were saying. And then I maybe missed just the introduction that it was today that, that she had, or that she is now um, being identified as they, them. And so that I like makes it full circle. Yeah. I think it was today, maybe yesterday, but I'm pretty sure it was today. Great. Great. Yeah. So yeah, we'll make that switch. Yeah, we've mentioned Dax Shepard a few times, and he, uh, he was on my list actually. So it, it was part, his story, and seeing some YouTube videos of him sharing was part part of what gave me the strength to get sober. And uh, you know, he, there was this amazing story of just like he had his recovery date like on this sheet of paper, and it had been crossed out and written and crossed out like so many times. And there was on the most recent time, and someone had saw it and observed it, and like he was like so down about it and depressed. But the person that saw it was like, "Yeah, man, you just you never quit quitting." And like that changed his perspective, and that ended up being like the last time he had to cross out his sober date, and uh, that way gave me kind of a perspective on my own struggles with relapse, and uh, it's been yeah really important to me. Did anyone catch his relapse episode? Yes, yes, I did. It was amazing. I cried. I cried so hard. Yeah, it's powerful. Yeah, you got to listen to it. It, I have to be totally honest with you. I want to like him, and I, I can't. I have so much trouble, but that episode was incredibly powerful. He interviews so many, like, amazing people, and so, of course, it gets me to tune in. But I, I like, finally made the switch. I don't know what it is. Sometimes you just have people that you're just like, I don't vibe with you. And um, But I'll still continually listen. And then I listened to his episode with Macklemore, and then I went back and listened to that episode. And it's just really, it's kind of really special. Also, I just remembered Alec Baldwin because uh, there's some very unique about his story. Wasn't it a cab driver that saw him like hung over and was like, you don't have to feel like that anymore. I think he credits a cab driver. <laughs> I'll have to double check that fact. But Alec Baldwin has been sober for a very long time and I love him dearly. He's had a few um, boats in the press for sure really um back in the day same with Hasselhoff um David Hasselhoff the um, cheeseburger yeah oh but that one was sad so sad because it was his daughter who filmed that and as a person who you know was an addict and got sober with kids um you know I think I actually think about that often. Like, you know, his daughter took that video. So I think that's uh, that was one of the reasons it kind of pushed him to back back to sobriety. I think it's I think it's good. I mean, I mean, for myself, I can only speak for myself, but I mean, I'm. I have a disease. I, I call it a disease. Some people question it or whatever the name is. Um, that's not going to go away. And there, I've been sober a long time, but there isn't guarantees that things will continue. And, you know, like relapse is 
can be part of people's stories and, and whatnot. It hasn't been one of mine. Um, but I think the more that we are coming together as recovery community, doing things like this, showing people that there is life <laughs> happening, you know, um, living sober. If you're a celebrity, if you're an influencer, if you're just, you know, the mom PTA girl uh, down the street, we just have to keep talking about our um, our pathways, you know, and about our struggles and about our victories and, you know, and staying connected. Um, the more we're talking about the solutions of what we're doing to stay sober, I think out loud, like we have been and the world's changed this year, especially, I think it's going to have a better impact long term for the people that are, you know, sober curious or going to battle with this disease in the future. Yeah, I can definitely say chef. I mean, just I have a 17 and a 13 year old, and I don't know. I feel like they just think drinking's not that cool. But I don't recall hearing really anything about sober celebrities when I was a kid or a teenager. It's it's like now once you're get once you're in the so once you're sober it's kind of like oh I bought this car and nobody else has it then you get into the car and everybody has it <laughs> uh, it's the same thing as when I was drinking that's all I consume myself with was alcohol and drugs and you know that's where I gravitated towards that's everything I focused on now that I'm sober and I live a sober life or you know those are the things that I see more like everybody's like oh my gosh I can't believe how much nowadays there's sobriety and there's in the mainstream and this is going crazy. It's like, it's kind of always been that way. <laughs> um, from my perspective, like it's just obviously with social media, you can see it more, but when you're in recovery, you do recognize and you do hear and you do um, see a lot of uh, celebrities, recovery, um, mental health. I mean, go back and watch the old sitcoms. I mean, there was people sitting on sitcoms and AA meetings. <laughs> back at Tree's company, you know, like that. It's just what we, our, our eyes are drawn to. Do you guys remember that episode in Seinfeld about making amends? Um, I don't know if anyone remembers that. Yes. Brian Cranston was the guy that George wanted the amends from. <laughs> yes. And I totally relate to that character. <laughs> You can totally go Google it on YouTube. Um, it's it's a pretty good one. Well, we are wrapping up at the end of the hour of Sober Pop, and I want to thank everyone for showing up tonight. As a reminder, next week, homework assignment. Watch the, the documentary, Bobby Joe Under the Influence. You can rent it for less than the price of a latte on uh, a variety of different streaming services. I watched it on Amazon Prime. Uh, and that is what we'll be talking about next week. And Bobby Joe herself will be here along with the writer and director of the film, Brent Jones, um, who's very well known in Hollywood. So really excited to have special guests next week. Also, do not forget to miss out on the new room in the club, Sober Pop Tips, which is on Tuesday at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern. And they will be talking about tips on how to find a therapist.